Hey guys, welcome back to the Echo Podcast. This is the second episode of the Getting to Know CSE Sock series. In this episode, me and Jen sit down with Comp Club directors Liv and Tim. Now, Comp Club is definitely the most unique CSE Sock portfolio. They run computing workshops for keen high school students and recruit mentor volunteers from the CSE Sock community. We talk about what it's like teaching high school students how to code, lessons and experiences learnt, and discussing the massive impact that they have on the wider community. We also talk about the types of workshops they run and how they've adapted to COVID-19 this year. We discuss some of their favorite CSE soft memories from peer mentoring to first year camp and road trips, and what it's been like running a subcom, and much more. As always, we end the episode by testing how well they know each other by playing the game, how well do you know your fellow co-director? Did you guys know that Tim was once a student of Cock Club in high school before even coming to uni? Or that Liv started out in commerce? You'll find out all about this and more in the episode. We hope you guys enjoy. Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the uh, Echo Podcast. Uh, this is the second episode of the Getting to Know CSE Sock series. Uh, just to introduce myself, I'm Ryan, and I'm joined here by Jen, my co-host, and uh, we're both part of the media team this year. Uh, and we're joined here by CSE Sock's very own Comp Club directors, where I'll let introduce themselves. Hey everyone, I'm Tim. Oh, hi everyone, I'm Liv. So, do you guys want to say what you're studying, what year you're in? Yeah, so I'm in my fourth year of mechatronic engineering and computer science. And I'm doing computer science third year. Cool. I thought we'd just start off by, um, you know, when you look at the other portfolios, you can sort of tell like what they do, you know, media does media, marketing does marketing, socials does socials, but Comp Club's obviously a bit different. Yep. When you say Comp Club, what does it mean? Do you guys want to give a quick introduction to what Comp Club is? Yeah, Comp Club is a... <laughs> so Comp, we run... Hold on. Comp Club is a high school outreach program that's part of CC Sock. We teach high school students and create a platform for um, like-minded people. So people who love to code and teach high school students to program and buy computers. Nice. Um, okay, so stepping away from being directors, you guys, you know, before you were directors, you guys probably were mentor volunteers. So you guys were um, mentors for Comp Club. You, know, you helped out with the workshops. Um, let's talk about like, you know, what it's like teaching high schoolers how to code, right? Like what do you guys, I think, what are some of the skills you guys have like taken away from that? Yeah, one of the biggest things that I've had to sort of, I guess, come to terms with is just being really patient mm, yep. because like mentally they haven't developed as much as most uni students have. Yep, yep. Um, and often it's their first time programming something like ever. Mm. So it takes a long time for them to really understand some of the concepts, sometimes even the basic things that we might take for granted, like having a semicolon at the end mm. of the line or how to comment. We really yeah. have to like go right down to basics mm. and explain what this is and how you do it. Yeah. Mm. Something that I learned is the crowd control is very important among high school students. Sorry, what was that? The, the crowd control. Oh, crowd control, okay. Yeah, so I started as a mentor. Um, oh. Tim has more history in Comp Club than yeah. I do. But yeah, when I first came to Comp Club, um, there was a lot of students. And so us as mentors have to calm down the students. And also sometimes we have to make um, more fun activities to make yeah. them excited. Yeah, so like they're quite hyper, you mean, when you first run into them like they have a lot of energy is that yeah. what you're saying yeah it's like different level of energy from like uni students yeah, like yeah. me yeah yeah it's no. like tired 24 yeah uni students are sleep deprived but <laughs> high school students have a lot of energy yeah. um like would you say like doing things like icebreakers and stuff at the start sort of calms them down do you think or like 
Does that make them more energetic? I think we do that to like hype them up. We do that to hype, hype them up, up yeah. And then we always make the mistake of hyping them up too much, I think. And yeah. Really and then they're like, okay, sit down for like then, eight hours and let's code. Yeah, yeah. It's always mm. around lunchtime at like yeah. one o'clock or so yeah. that they're just like screaming or not screaming. They're just like really <laughs> loud and just, I don't know, not super focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a challenge. Yeah. Um, you touched on like patience, incredible patience as like something you picked up. Is there like anything else you think that like good skills you've picked up from teaching? Definitely like teaching and communication skills because uh. like if you pick the right words or uh. a certain area that um, like pops up in that in their head, mm. it like clears their mind or like they can understand better. Yeah. It also helps like communicate as directors and also to subcoms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any like memorable experiences? If you can recall back any like sort of when a mm. student got that like, you know, made that connection. I remember one particular student we had who was, I think it was their first time ever programming. And we were talking about what variables are and how Mm. we use them. And they named their variable something like itty bitty spotty spider one or something. It was like 30 characters long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards they realized that they have to type in the name of the variable. Yeah, again. (laughs) And then at this point we're trying not to laugh because it's a bit mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're like, oh, I have to type it in again. (laughs) And then they realized they thought just like spider or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a pretty funny moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's That's a good anecdote. I think they're in year seven, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, speaking about like age, because obviously. you guys, there can be a big experience gap. So students who have been coding since they're like five years old and the students who have never, you know, touched a line of code and also age as well. So you guys do what, year seven to year 12 or? Yeah, we generally go right from year seven to 12. Okay. Um, some of the workshops, um, when we go to schools, we might target a specific year group rather yep. than just doing a wide range. Yep. Um, but we usually try and have some extension activities and things in the workshop so that the older students mm. who already understand like how coordinates work can yep, move yep. on to some other things as yeah. well. But yeah, what's sort of your main technique with dealing with that experience gap? You sort of touched on it there, but is there anything else that you guys do to sort of alleviate that that sort of divide? Is this like between the students or between? Yeah, like let's say like, because like, let's say there's a student who like, um, you know, has finished up the activity and they're mm. just like playing around the computer and they're really bored. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there are other students who are, like, struggling. Like, do, are there any sort of, like, techniques you guys have, like, yeah, figured out? Yeah, things like this definitely happen, even yeah. in, like, um, like normal class in yeah. uni. So, uh, some people are more advanced, or they just learn certain topics faster. So, mm. we always have, like, challenges to cater yeah. for them. Yeah. And what we like to do is also teamwork. So, yeah. the ones that's, um, that understand better can teach the younger ones, or yeah, the yeah. one that's yeah. falling behind. Mm. And that really helps. Yeah, yeah. Is it, like common topics that you say that you find that students struggle with so like you've done lots of workshops is it like mm-hmm. you always find this one topic in programming that students struggle with is it like yeah, a common pattern a couple i can think of yeah. um one of them is in our cybersecurity workshop it's a topic on i think hashing okay like on the like tail end of the yep. passwords topic yep. And just explaining what a hashing function is and how it works without being too detailed about uh-huh. it is really sort of a really abstract concept for yep, students yep. to get. Um, another thing I think a lot of students struggle with is in our game dev workshops, working out how to get collisions to work. Mm, There's a bit of geometry yep. involved. Yep. And it's like not very like intuitive. Yep, yep. That's always a pretty pretty nasty topic for some students right, as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess like, yeah. Are there any trends in like what they like and what they don't like about coding? Do you guys find like, you know, they might really like, I don't know, like how if statements work, but they might not like how, I don't know, functions or I don't know what you guys what you guys teach. Any like, if there are trends that you have noticed at all? It's been very diverse on my side. Uh, yeah. It's like, 
but they most students like like challenging like things that have that involves activities with it so if yeah. you have like games or things yeah, yeah, like yeah. cdf and being interactive those mm. are the things that they really love yep i'd and say yeah the cdf would be probably the most like popular workshop that's cyber security right yeah, yeah cybersecurity. Yep, yep. Um, even if the students don't really understand like some of the questions or how that would solve, it's usually someone in the team who can. Yep. And because they're working together and they're trying to beat the other teams yep. in the room, it's like a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably like the biggest, biggest yeah. one. That Bit of competition, yeah. I think, helps, competition helps, helps that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Obviously, so some of these students, whether or not they have had experience before, so why do you think it's important for them to learn? To- not saying yet. Yeah, it's not like it's important to go, but like like the impact that you're having on these students that like. This is their first impression of mm. learning to code. Yeah. Like that's quite, there's a lot of pressure in that. Like you guys are sort of sitting that first, like uh, I guess opening the door to yeah. this world mm. of computing and you guys are the ones yeah, opening yeah. the door. Yeah. It's pressure, yeah. not like I don't have that much pressure, but like like yeah. nervous because yeah, yeah. I really want to do well and like yeah, teach yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that feeling is, yeah, yeah. I have that feeling. Yeah. Um, In terms of why it's, why I chose to do it is because I I wish that I have like this opportunity when like before uni mm. knowing like a little bit of things like variables and functions would really help my mm. first year experience. Yeah. 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 What I, about you? Yeah. Think? So I had a, a similar sort of experience. Um, I started programming with Scratch. I think mm. like a drag and drop. Yep. Yep. I, I'm familiar. Yes. Program. I did that when I was really young, probably like eight or so. Yep. Yep. Um, but that was like a whole day workshop, like a one-off kind of thing randomly. Yep. And there eight, wasn't really any... Um, eight years old. Eight years old, yeah. Okay, not grade eight. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was wow. eight years old, yeah. Um, but then that was sort of my first like taste of programming. And then there wasn't really any major workshops I did between mm. that and probably late or mid high school. Yep, yep. And my high school didn't really offer programming. They did mm. software design in year 12, okay. 11 and 12, HSC. But apart from that, it was just my own interest. Mm. And so like by being a director, being able to actually give people, give students an actual taste yep. to mm. programming in maybe a more like a more developed environment, so mm. from year seven onwards. Because yep. um, I sort of lacked having any direction, I yeah, guess, in yeah, my sort yeah, of yeah, own yeah. understanding of coding. Yeah. So that yeah, would have made a big difference for me if I had that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I realize like it's not, programming is not so exposed in high school or even like yeah. primary school mm-hmm. when you were eight. Yeah. 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 I think it's changed a lot now with the curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, we're dinosaurs compared to that. So, it's, yeah, it's a bit different now. Yeah. You can empathize with them, I guess, because, like, you're, you know, into your computing degrees and, like, you know what would have helped you if you were that age at high school. Um, have you thought about, yeah, like, these are potential future UNSW students? Have you thought about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Is that, is that, like, is that cool? Is that a cool feeling? Like, you guys are making such a big impact. Like, you know, obviously, a lot different to, like, the other portfolios, which are more internal. Mm-hmm. You guys are, like, you know, having an impact on the wider community, yeah. Yeah, yeah. talking about like future UNSW yeah. students, there are even like a few students who add me on Facebook oh, yeah? and ask me about like the S, like, oh, wow. what do you do as like yeah. first year and how do you get in? Obviously, yeah, yeah. I don't know that much because yeah, yeah. um, like different pathway of entering uni. Mm. But yeah, so like there are students who ask mentors and um, subcoms, mm. like yeah. questions like that. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. So you're starting like the timeline of like the UNSW yeah. life. <laughs> like, yeah. cool. You're starting their journey. <laughs> yeah, just looking at sort of like the events that you guys run. So correct me if I'm wrong, because they're just from my knowledge from last year when I was a, a mentor volunteer. Mm. So you guys do um, workshops at, at the high schools. You go to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those are the smaller ones. And then you have your annual 
winter and summer. Yep. And then also last year was the first rural trip. That was a new thing. How have you guys have adapted to COVID, I guess, this year? Because obviously a lot of those yeah. events depend on in-person. Now that you're in COVID, I know you guys, your winter workshop's going on right now and you're online. Do you maybe want to talk about that? Yeah, so when we first had news that we're going to have to cancel a lot of our in-person mm. events uh, about two or three months ago, I think, uh, we decided we might look at using some sort of either live streaming mm -hmm. platform or maybe yep. pre-recording the videos that we'd normally present in person. Mm. Um, we presented that idea to the subcom and they were kind of keen to give that a go. Um, and so far, I'd say it's worked pretty well. Mm. A few issues we've got to work out for next time, perhaps. Mm. Um, but the transition wasn't too bad, I don't think. Definitely a learning curve for us in how we manage a different schedule to yeah, yeah. having stuff done on the day usually because yeah. it's all like in person. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's it's been a challenge, but it's been pretty rewarding as well. That's awesome. Yeah, mm. it's an interesting one, but like it's, we're very lucky to have very keen subcoms who help us out, and they're really good with like um, with this transitioning um, different. It's like way, and they're really good with dealing with all these like different stuff. Yep. I guess, you know, you sort of looked at last year's workshops, but how did you guys sort of pick, do you guys have a particular sort of criteria for picking content that you teach? Because I guess it's about finding that fine medium between uh, that learning curve that high schoolers can pick up, but also, you know, not scratch, right? Because scratch yes, is kind of lame. Kinda lame. High, you know, <laughs> students can pick up that it's not cool. Um, yeah. Do you guys sort of have a, a process for figuring that out? Or have you sort of, you know, just sort of followed what, what last year's workshops have done? Um, we kind of follow the like the agile life cycle, I guess. Yep, yep. Um, so we we've had a, a sort of a, a like a not a database, but like a, a bank of workshops we've yep. had in previous oh, years, nice. like before we were directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, before we were at uni, probably as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. And those have been sort of uh, through the cycle a few times, and each time there's usually feedback given from the students. Yes. Um, and we've had a few now that we've been running repeatedly i think like either both summer and or winter the mm. past few years right and we sort of just improve on it each time and add on to it yeah yeah, what yeah we find the students understand or just don't really get yep um, but we haven't had any well, we had one brand new topic we did like arduinos i think in summer mm -hmm. um, but that relies being on like in person so we couldn't run that this winter yep so we had the idea of doing a live stream um python mm. one instead this time right oh nice do you guys want to give a quick rundown of like the workshops that you're running like right now, like maybe winter or just this year? So this year, our winter workshops is online. Mm -hmm. um, so this year we're running winter workshop online. Mm -hmm. um, we've been having quite a good um, responses, actually. Parents are saying um, it's actually good so we can reach like more students too. Mm. Um, currently we're running security workshop. Yep. Then we have game dev. Yep. And the next one is web dev. Yep, yeah, we have web dev. And the fourth one, we also had Python workshop mm. and was live streamed yesterday. Nice, nice. So we set up like series of videos and activities yeah. in our website. Yeah. They can just um, access it and yep. do the activities. Um, I guess one thing I kind of want to talk about because I wasn't part of this last year, but the rural trip, it's obviously, it's not going to happen this year, right? Because of yeah, COVID. It's probably not, probably not yeah. the best idea. Um, but like, Tim, what, what do you think? Like, do you think there's a, a big difference between teaching Sydney high schoolers compared to? high schoolers from, say, Orange or Dubbo, do you think? think oh, yeah, like massive, difference, yeah. massive difference. Yeah. Um, the students in, I guess, the city schools, so yeah. to speak, uh, generally already have some understanding or some background yeah. or some previous experience in programming. Mm. 
But the students that are out far west, like Orange, Dubbo, um, Greater New South Wales, they generally don't have a need or interest in programming Mm. at all because they haven't been exposed or because their parents or just people in their community don't even need to consider how a computer works. They just use the tools that they have and do what they need to do. Um, So a lot of the students don't appreciate what it is that we're trying to teach them sometimes. But then they usually come away realizing there's actually a lot more to how their phone might work than they first thought. So I think there's a, a lot of doors opening for a lot of students when we go visit yeah. these rural schools. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So stepping back from, you know, talking about Com yep. Club, we'll talk about more about you guys, get a bit, <laughs> uh, get to know you guys a bit more. So um, what's the path you guys took to be directors? So you guys were probably, well, you guys were involved with Comp Club last year and in previous years. So Tim, I know you were subcom last year. Yep. And Liv, were you subcom as well? Or mental Not volunteer? Last year. Yep. You know, so feel free to elaborate, yeah. Tim was actually a student of Pong Club before. Yeah. So oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. Back in, I think it was like 2014, 15, okay. like year nine or 10. Oh, wow. Um, I did a couple of, they were like one day workshops back then. They weren't yeah. like summer week long things. I did oh, cool. a couple of them yeah, yeah, yeah. like ages ago before Pong yeah. Club is what it is now. Yep. Um, but then obviously I was at uni first year. I think at the end of first year they had applications open mm-hmm. for the following year. Yes. And then I was a uh, workshop developer for that year. So I was subcom. Yep. And then I was subcon again last year. Yep. And then this year I took the took the, the plunge nice. and became the co-director. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Like, like, which part is cool? Like my part? Oh no, Being Tim's part is cool, but your <laughs> oh, part okay. could be too cool too, depending on how you sell it to us. Yeah, so I'm not as historical <laughs> as Tim, but I was very involved in CSOC um, since my first year. Mm. And then yep. last year I took like a break. Yep. Um, but as wait, a mentor. In, in your first year, you were part of um, the subcom, which one? Of careers. Careers, nice. Yeah, and then last year I wanted to take a break, but I got really interested to Com Club, so I signed up as a mentor. Yep. And then as as workshop coordinator. Yep. Yes, and then I applied for director. director. Oh, nice. nice. What's it like being a director overall? It can be a little bit stressful, not going to lie. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Having to run meetings and manage right. minutes and some of the admin stuff, most of the subcoms, you probably, guys probably don't yep, even yep. see. Um, but it is it is rewarding though seeing like having this idea of running a workshop that we've never covered before, mm. leading the, the subcom through making this and then having it being either recorded or presented. It's it's pretty cool seeing something at the end of the day that you've mm. not necessarily designed yourself, but you've led the team through. Yeah, yeah. Produced this really good thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I had a lot of fun in like all the plannings and the process of thinking and envisioning what it's gonna look like. Yep. Um. Yeah. That's like. And then during the day, looking at how the plans are going, like going well, and then listening to feedbacks from students, mm-hmm. I think like all of those, any part of the journey is really fun for me. Nice. So you weren't a part of the subcom, but Tim, you were subcom last year. How's it gone going from being in a subcom to now running a subcom? Like there's probably a big jump there. Yeah, so I'm having to take a step back from some of the things I would normally do as yep. a subcom. Mm. I have to sort of not try and interfere too much mm. with... Um, how the actual workshops are made sometimes because mm. usually like as subcom you'd be the one to choosing the topics or how to explain topics um, but as a director you're more there as like a sort of like a supervisor I guess mm. so you're sort of checking over what the subcom's done and making sure you know all the T's across the I's are dotted um, and it, it's, it's really a different focus as well as director because you're there really managing the team rather than being part of the team if that makes sense. Mm. Yep. Um, in, in the workload. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a few more like responsibilities involved uh, with managing yep. people than there is just being part of a team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, with like not even just 
CSESOC, but just yeah. life and or jobs in general. Yeah, when you yeah. take a manager position, you step away from the technical mm. and you, yeah, mm. you're not as hands-on. You just yep. manage the people yeah. and make sure everything, everyone's on track. Um, what about you, Liv? Even though you were part of Subcom, you were like a mentor volunteer. Mm. What's well, like that jump? What's that it's jump being like? It's a different focus and yeah. there are a few more to consider about as a director. Mm. That, um, when I was a mentor, it was I was more focused on the students and mm. the delivery of the teaching to yep. students. Yep. Whereas as director, um, we communicate with other portfolios as mm. well as the what's happening inside the subcom mm. and how the subcom's doing. Also, how the students are going. Yeah, yeah. Transitioning into the director role, um, what's the most difficult and rewarding aspect of becoming a comp club director? The most difficult and the most rewarding. rewarding. Oh, I, <laughs> I think in general, time management is a little yeah. bit yeah. tricky for me. The scheduling. Mm. Especially like at the start, we planned for... Um, it was like a non-online... A normal year. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to replan it. Mm. Yeah. So that part was tricky. Aside from like um, changing the plans, um, maybe like balancing like uni mm -hmm. and yep. society is always um, quite difficult. Mm. But we managed to like get through it because we always have like, we always try to manage like how the subcoms schedules are mm. and Tim's schedule and my schedule. Yep. We have meetings in the weekend when like, the meetings are actually really fun. So. Mm. It's not like yep. like a sad meeting on yeah, a yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun meeting. Yeah, yeah. it's like, in, and we said it, sometimes we said it in the weekend, so it's like we were very flexible on that part, mm. even though it was like challenging. Yeah. Most rewarding, I, I like our meetings, and yeah. I like like running you like, things. You like your subcom? Yeah. You like camaraderie? Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. my subcoms. Yeah. They're really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I get roasted a lot by my subcoms, <laughs> but I think it's just think my it's just life. <laughs> <laughs> the most yeah. challenging part for me, it would probably be something like having to manage having to manage the team and checking yep. in with them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as a sub as I mentioned mm -hmm. before, you just sort of you're a participant, but yeah, you're yeah, actually yeah. leading yeah, the running yeah, the show yeah. with yeah. Liv. Yeah. Um, so I have to sort of have a mental checklist or usually have sticky mm -hmm. notes from my monitor, just saying yep. check in with the team running this particular yep. workshop and see where they're at. So right, right. Change that has yep. been made. Um, because that's something that I've never had to ever do before in any sort of uni mm. context or yep. even outside of uni. That's been pretty challenging for me just to have to constantly remind to check up yep. with others. Yep. Yep. Um, but the most rewarding part has seen probably probably been seeing the team like develop mm. something at the end of the day. Like, yep. As I mentioned before, mm. it's it's really rewarding for me to see like I've had this sort of like topic for them to sort of just to, 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 yeah, had this topic for them to develop some sort of workshop on. Yeah, yeah. And with a bit of help they've come up with this really cool presentation mm. that they, they can then present to a mm. bunch of high school students. Mm. Um, so that's been pretty rewarding. That's awesome. So like you guys you get your your subcom to develop original workshops that um, are based on new topics or sort of similar to um, previous ones. So it sometimes it might be the same topic, like it might okay. be cybersecurity. Yeah, they don't necessarily have the same content or mm. the same slides. Oh yeah, but like yeah, uh, separate from the existing one or. Uh, so it it depends again. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes we when we decide that the workshop is no longer fresh and yeah, like yeah. innovative, and yeah, yeah. what we described mm -hmm. at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, a bit of both. Yeah. So sometimes we just completely yeah. chuck it out yeah, yeah. and say, just forget, th yeah. forget about yeah. it yeah. and yeah. just make your own on the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go and create something yeah. really yeah. cool. That's awesome, yeah. So a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. They come up with like a few really good, good ideas, ideas yeah. and like really original this year. Mm. So like some of them is like running Git workshops. Yep. Oh yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. Because mm. um, yeah, talking to Liz and Jarman last episode, they said a similar thing where 
the most rewarding part was you know seeing your subcom you know do their work and yeah. sort of you know the yeah the camaraderie but also yeah just seeing them do their work and watching them grow as people um in terms of you know the work that they do um and yeah, yeah so it means good. that you're doing a really good your job, job. yeah exactly yeah. if they're happy work yep. it means that you must be doing something yeah right? yeah nice yep. that's awesome so outside of being directors, um, do you guys have any hobbies outside of CSC, outside of uni? And how have you guys been spending your time in quarantine? In quarantine? Quarantine's been well, over for a bit, yeah, but I guess, just, how how did you deal with quarantine, I guess, a couple quarantine. months ago? Months ago? Yeah. Mm. I grew into cooking and baking a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's <laughs> common. Yeah. That's yeah. Not You're making bread or like everyone else or cooking? Yeah, I'm pretty like basic. Let's start somewhere. But it's like I learned lots of like dishes from like BuzzFeed Tasty. Yep. <laughs> so it's like we started. I started from like easy. Yep. Yep. Don't try to test me. <laughs> What's your favorite um, meal so far? Do you reckon? Is it like meals or just like snack food mostly? Mostly like cakes and cakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. That's no, fine. No, we were fine. Just yeah. Sorry, didn't want to interrupt you. Mostly it's like sweet stuff to make like, to make it forget about like sour stuff that's happening outside. Oh, okay. Mm. In terms of like sports, I still try to like run because everything like basketball and badmins are cut down during quarantine. So I try to like go to a park and run. What about you, Tim? So I've been a member of scouting for quite a while. Um, so I'm currently in Rovers, which is like 18 to 26 year old group. Okay. Um, so we usually do a lot of adventurous activities outdoors, um, but obviously the current climate, we can't really go outside in groups. Mm-hmm. So we've been having a lot of like Discord game nights, movie nights yes, together, yes, yeah. um, some sort of you know online game thing. Yep. But there is a point where it's just sort of like the same thing every couple of weeks. Um, so hopefully we can go back in person soon. Mm. But yeah, I've been doing that a fair bit. It's usually every week there's some sort of activity mm-hmm. on offer. But I've also been taking up walking, if that counts as walking. activity, yep. because I sit at my desk for many hours a day yep. per week, like everyone else doing CSE. Yeah, Oh yeah, uni students. Yeah. yeah. So I've been walking probably three or four k every day if I can. Wow. wow. Now they have a Fitbit, I can actually see like the actual steps. numbers back yeah, in the yeah. up, saying wow. got this many calories burned, this many yeah. steps, yep. and this amount of time. So yeah. doing a lot more walking than I ever have That's awesome. before, which is probably a good thing. Do you like do different? tracks each time or do you like do it the same one uh i usually have like a general path i go around yep. my neighborhood mm-hmm. um some parts are nice and others to walk yep, through yep. but yeah i usually mix up a bit just to see different different houses or different streets yeah, and yeah. things. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But i see cool. the same people walking their dogs usually so it's actually kind of like a community almost of yeah. just people constantly on the move yeah. um now that uni's moved online how do you guys balance like your new hobbies with uni work or just you know balancing hobbies and yeah. uni work mm. in general yeah before or after covid so we, at least for my subjects, we had a timetable, which I'm not quite sure why they did, but I think it's just an old sort of relic of the start of the year. So I tried to stick to the original timetable and watch the pre-recorded lectures in those lecture times, yep. if they're uploaded in time. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I still kind of have an actual timetable to follow rather than just saying, I'm going to watch lecture 7A by Sunday night, yep. when I have to do the quiz or something yep. the next day. Um, and that's been working pretty well so far. Last week, which is flexibility week, that sort of went out the window. Yeah, yeah. But I think everyone's flexibility week is yeah. a bit messed up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's how I've sort of been balancing the two, yeah. just sticking to a schedule. Of course. I guess for me, um, my hobbies are, I'm taking that then as rewards. So whenever I finish like a few lectures, I'll be like, okay, if I finish this by this time. A few time, lectures. Did you say a few <laughs> lectures? That's like six hours. 
<laughs> okay, in the context, last week was <laughs> flexibility week. <laughs> so I had like marathons of lectures yeah, okay. so that I can finish my assignment and actually understand yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like my hobbies are like my breaks. Mm-hmm. If I finish this, by this time, I have Literally, the time yeah, to yeah. like do this. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea, yeah, kind of reward system. Yeah, maybe not watch your lectures in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I struggle just to even like watch a two hour lecture, yeah. just like, and not like, you know, pull out my phone or, or like yeah, open a new tab to like social media. Yeah. Um, so, what, you guys are um, live your third year, Tim, your fourth? Yeah, yeah fourth so year. you guys have been at uni and see, and you, you've been at uni for a while and been a part of CSESOP for a while. Dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> dinosaurs. Not saying you're dinosaurs, uh, <laughs> your words, not mine, Liv. Um, but any sort of standout CSE SOC memories you've had, sort of with your time with with CSE SOC or at university, maybe Should even I just say you. Peer mentoring. Yes, I was about to say, <laughs> love you. Need to say peer mentoring. I paid you for a reason at the start of the podcast. Yeah. Tim, you can start first. I'll on start. This. Okay. Um, Too many memories on, yeah. on my side. Well, I guess I probably got two. So the one memory I'm thinking of is part of being part of CSE SOC um, as a like a director yep. or part of the community. Of um, so we had our road trip earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It was for January, I think, or February. I forget. It was a while ago now. Before but, coronavirus. Yeah, it was like February, mm-hmm. March, or start of start right. of the year. Um, that was a lot of fun. Just being able to mingle and just mm-hmm. catch up with people outside of uni, but still people from uni. Yep. Same yep. sort of mindset. It was a really cool weekend away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just I guess as being a uni student, mm-hmm. I remember just be having friends and stuff to hang out with during class or after class yep, or getting coffee course. or something yep. which i kind of miss now because obviously yeah, everything's yeah, online you can't yeah. really do the same thing yeah. one of the peer most mentor. <laughs> <laughs> okay peer mentor is yes. one yep the but... top one yeah cool <laughs> but before peer mentoring um one of the most defining one was actually csu sock um first year camp yes so i came from a different country to sydney so when i start my uni I didn't in I didn't have that many friends, but mm-hmm. after that camp, I met so many CSE SOC people and people who have same courses and actually end up hanging out with them. Yeah, and that's where it brings me to peer mentoring and Hong yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, did you have like any favorite? Um, do you have a favorite mentee in peer mentoring? <laughs> oh, let me let me see. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. So yeah, you said peer mentoring, and then what was the other? Uh, comp club. Yeah. So mm. being part of comp club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, also CSL careers. So, yeah, careers, yeah. Um, most of my uni years have been very integrated with CSU SOC. Mm. So careers, comp club, and peer mentoring, just a few things that I was involved with. Nice, nice. Let's step away from talking about being directors. Let's talk about being computer science students. What, oh. um, what motivated you guys to study CS? And any advice for first year students? What got me into CS? Yeah. Um, it's probably like a bit of a, I don't know, a throwaway comment, but I was doing mechatronics initially as my only like degree, mm-hmm. oh. and then after the first semester, I realized I want to do more programming than just like yep. really basic stuff that we do in mechatronics, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I want to understand a bit more about how we actually program things and how it works behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so when did when did you um switch or when did you add on that yeah, extra so degree? Yeah, so it was in seventeen S one was my first year of uni. Okay. So that was the first semester, and then yep. after that, I officially transitioned to do CS as well as mechatronics. So I didn't in, really extend in my semester degree. two. Semester two mm-hmm. when we had semesters already. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like S two. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I know S two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what about you, Liv? Yeah, mine's pretty similar that I 
I started off as a commerce student at first, not at UNSW, um, but in like high school, everything was all like business. Um, then I started my first internship where I realized how computer science is really cool and started to pursue that as a career. Because you guys are, you know, older students now, do you have any advice to first-year students? First-year CSE students, I guess. Let's say, you know, they've just done comp 1511 and they're doing, I don't know, 1521 or 2521. Any advice to them right now? Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, oh really? First year? Oh. oh, no, no, no. I, I, I changed. Um, I changed to CS this year. Well, oh, perfect. Well, well, here we go. So, yeah. Advice <laughs> for Jin, guys. Um, all right. So I guess my piece of advice to first-year students in CS or CSE would be to make the most of help sessions and don't be afraid to ask questions either in lectures, online or in shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably like a little bit, not stuck up, but I was probably a little bit arrogant in that I thought coming into CS that I have a pretty good background, know everything mm-hmm. there is to know. And then in 1511, halfway through, I was like, what is a pointer? I don't <laughs> understand pointers at all. Uh, and at that point, I realized that I can't just get along with what I already know. Mm. And I had to start asking for help from either friends or from the lecturers and people on the forums. Mm. So as a first-year student in CS, or just a first-year student in general, make the most of being able to ask questions um, you know, whenever you can and don't be afraid to put your hand up if you're not sure about something yeah. mm-hmm. because you may not have those help sessions for other courses. Yeah, yeah. From experience, but yeah, we don't have a lot of help sessions. I think, um, yeah, the first-year comp subjects, so like 1511, 1521, 2521, they all have... They tutes and all Tutes in the help sessions, yeah. they're also helpful, so like, yeah. They have a really good support network for those first year so comp yeah, subjects. Definitely. But you do get better in later on. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But do you have any advice, Liv? Yeah. Um, oh, I totally agree with Tim. I realized when I came here, everyone has different, um, different learning pace and it's very diverse. It's also different at different time. Uh, when I came here, I feel like everyone's super smart, but like that's like one thing that you need to realize and not overwhelm yourself and be nicer. Does that make sense? Should I just reword myself? Like be nicer. Like, be like nice. don't be too harsh on yourself. Because mm. mm. it's all like new for everyone. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I feel like with computer science and software engineering especially is that the the, the starting Levels. stage yeah. at which everyone starts at yeah. is so different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you walk into a 1511 shoot, you've got, you know, the guy who's been coding since it's he was like, five. Since he was born. <laughs> the guy who, you know, doesn't even know you know what a terminal is never opened one in their oh, life that was me that was so me. yeah no no like most no, majority me. of people um you know have never coded before so i guess a bit of imposter syndrome Definitely. and mm. yeah just yeah that, it's that okay gap. to not know things yeah mm. yeah so you're in fourth year and you're <laughs> said that like five times. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, just remind them yeah. how old they are. <laughs> yeah, you guys are dinosaurs. <laughs> um, so what do you? Where do you guys see yourself five years from now? And where do you Ooh. hope your degrees are going to take you? So I have this in like my interview notes. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask you, where do you see yourself five years? Yeah. Shaking hands with Dumbledore just from the house cup. <laughs> no, the thing is, like now that everything's online, I can just read through my interview notes. Mm. While you're doing your interview, <laughs> yeah, you have like. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so five years from now, I would like to see myself uh, maybe not managing a team, but being part of a team, um, working on autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. something like Way- Waymo, I think it is that Google bought. Uh, they're autonomous okay. car systems, um, or there's a few other ones like Uber. They have their own as well. Or maybe even like BMW, that sort of thing. Uh, I'd like to see myself probably working on some sort of team involved with navigating through traffic or around obstacles, things like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I haven't really thought too much about where I want to end up because, I, to be honest, I don't really know. 
Mm. All I know is it will be robots of some sort and maybe yeah. some coding as well. Yeah. 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 Five years from now, I don't even know what to eat for tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> haven't planned that yet. Um, yeah, I I think this is a little bit more to specific to myself. I really like designing stuff, and something that I pick up this year was web designs. Okay. So maybe in five years time, I really want to use like my designing skills to create a product or help people or like solve people's problem using mm. design. Nice. When you say design, is that like strictly front-end sort of no, stuff? No, as in something innovative and creative. Okay, okay. Hopefully and like it's something out of box, but really helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, would that be like, you know, sort of an entrepreneurial thing? Or like that be like joining, a, joining an existing company or like, uh, if you've thought about I, it, I don't know, yeah. Think? No, that's something like no. I still contemplating, thought right? about, oh, yeah. but I feel like that's, it's not that important as long as I'm keep. As long as I'm growing and staying creative, like thinking of new things and not doing like um, more generous stuff every day. So keeping it fresh, keeping, keeping it, it fresh new yet. all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you guys like, what do you guys think about, you know, sort of startups versus like corporate jobs? Do you have a sort of preference. an opinion or, yeah, or preference? Yeah, just sort of like, what's your take on like, you know, you know, that standard, you know, corporate big tech company versus mm. like a standard st- working for like a, a smaller startup but having maybe a, a bigger role. You guys, have you guys thought about that? Working in a, like a large company in like the tech sector mm. is so different to working in a company like in like fintech for mm. instance yes. or something else. You're not just like an employee at a cubicle. You're yeah, usually yeah. an integral part of some sort of team. Like Google, mm. for instance, obviously their offices are totally different to a normal office. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I think working in a startup, you're more like... You're more of like a human being. You're there mm. with people all day, usually yeah, standing yeah. at a desk, um, not sitting because who sits anymore. Um, <laughs> it's it's more of like a, a social kind of interaction thing in a, a startup, whereas in a larger corporate environment, you're more there tapping away, having meetings. Yes. Yep. So I could see myself working at either, um, but I wouldn't want to stay at a startup probably for my whole career or mm. if I have multiple careers. Right, yep. Um, I probably want to maybe start at a startup just so I have a background in yeah, yeah. how business Because you can learn so much Definitely. Yep. being in a startup, yeah, because um, you're, you're more responsible yep. for more stuff, yeah. And then transition maybe to a larger sort of corporate mm. uh, organization afterwards yeah. perhaps, yeah. where it's a bit more like a normal sort of job, yep. I yep. guess. I wouldn't say any, like, which one is better, but yep. their working style is different. So I have experience in working at a startup and corporate where like in corporate people are more specialized in what they're doing mm-hmm. and everything is a lot more organized. Yep. But because it's so organized that there's a few more admin works and the security are usually a lot higher. Mm. Whereas in a startup, people are more willing to try on new things mm-hmm. and break things. Yeah, yep. But also in a startup, you need to know a lot of things because they're not as organized yet. You might have already touched on this, but what's the best piece of advice someone has given to you? you can take some time to think about it. Like in general? Uh, yeah, in general. Like CS, could be like CSE related, could be life related, career related. Oh, I've got one. Okay. Cool. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So that for yeah. me has been like a pretty big mantra yeah. for like the last like 10 years, like through high school as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a curve that goes like sort of exponentially up. Mm-hmm. and then down as you learn more oh. and then it goes back up at the end because once you've reached a certain point in a like learning particular topic like cs yeah, or, yeah, yeah. i don't know gardening or some yeah, random yeah. topic once you know enough you realize what you don't know 
Yeah. And you want to be at that point because if you're not yet at that point, you're still going down from that first curve. Oh, you think right. you know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yes. a fatal flaw. Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you, Liv? Googling it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys uh, don't know, she's on her phone right now. She's <laughs> typing something in Google. Quotes.com. I'm not typing. I'm just going through my gallery. Oh, yeah? yeah. Did you um, screenshot something from like Pinterest or something? Yeah. Or Instagram? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I want to say something that Tammy told me in first year because she was like, oh, yeah, she was she would like, have said something really cool. Yeah, but I can't like remember it. Mm. Was Tammy your? Tammy was my adopted camp leader. Nice, very cool. Any other... uh, <laughs> oh, let me did... just Google real quick then. Let me just like <laughs> just insert this audio clip. Later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, live advice. <laughs> Give me one. <laughs> Give you one. Liv, I'm sorry, Tim, what's your second, the second oh, bit? And give it to her, and then she can say it. Um, I don't know. I usually just, like, read off whatever my new Chrome tab says, because I have like, oh, yeah. a thing called Momentum. Okay. Oh, God, I have that too. You have it too? It says, like, yeah. Good Morning, Tim, or whatever. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you put, like, your two Oh, there's a quote, I see. Okay, it's always Instagram Wait, quotes. this is Liv's Liv. life. Yep. Jen's got it for you. It's on her <laughs> Chrome tab. So my best life quote is... <laughs> <laughs> The world is moving so fast that the person who says it can't be done is generally interrupted by someone doing it. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, why is that your best advice, Liv? Do you want to keep looking? Or? Uh, Just feel like I'm... Cut out. <laughs> oh, no. um, I think my internet's really bad. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, yeah. Uh, K17, yeah, the walls are like made yeah. of like, I don't know. Really something. thick. <laughs> yeah, lead. All right. So uh, I think we'll uh, end the episode off with our little fun game. How well do you know your fellow co-director? Mm. So uh, for, for the people that are listening to this, that didn't know, or uh, didn't listen to the last episode, last uh, last Getting to Know CSE Sock episode, uh, me and Jen came up with this game. Basically, it's uh, called How Well Do You Know Your Fellow Co-director? And it's going to be where um, Tim and Liv sent seven facts to me about themselves. Some of them true, some of them false. I'm going to read them out, and then the other co-director has to guess which are true or false. And we're going to see uh, how well they know each other. Wait, do we have punishments? We don't have punishments. <laughs> um, but I can tell you that Liz and Jarman, I uh, don't mean to expose them, but they got they both got three out of seven each. So um, that, should be a, okay. like, that should be an easy yeah. hurdle to beat. Um, no pressure. I think it's like our pride. Their pride yeah. um, line, yep. Basically, as long as you don't get below, you should be good. Does anyone have a preference on who wants to go first? Okay. All right. So, Liv, Tim used to have chickens as pets. True or false? True or false. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of question is that? (laughs) Chickens as pets. Like, someone in the club, Southcom, also have that. Really? Yeah. Also have chicken (laughs) as a pet. It's chickens, plural. Chickens? Yes. Oh. I think that's true. True? Yeah, definitely. I had mm. I had two sets of two chickens. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. We see an empire of chickens. Empire? No, <laughs> we just had lots of eggs, that's all. <laughs> yeah. so, so do you, like, take the eggs and never buy eggs from cold? Uh, well, no, like, we had chickens. Like, this was, like, a, a few years ago we had them. Mm. Oh. We had fresh eggs every day. So. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Was there a reason why you stopped? Uh, well, chickens? I think they actually got sick. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it was like some sort of pest. Yeah, yeah. They thought they didn't end up in like a pen. Like uh. a fried chicken. <laughs> 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 
When you say head, I'm like, oh. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had chickens as pets this morning until they weren't there. Oh, no. They weren't. Oh, yeah, I've had chicken terrible. in my fridge. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> 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 okay. Do you think Tim can do a cartwheel? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, you look at it. About it. <laughs> no. No, I can't. The best I can do is like a weird like hop yeah. thing, but yeah, I'm just not flexible. Have you seen um, seen The Office? There's this episode where Creed tries to do a cartwheel. Yeah, that's that? how I would do it. Probably, yeah. it's like yeah. not even halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His favorite pizza is Hawaiian. True or false? I know you love pizza. Yeah, I do. But, do but Hawaiian, Hawaiian pizza. pizza. <laughs> A controversial. Uh, What's a ho? Oh, is that the one with pineapple? Oh yes, I can. Yes, yes, I do like yes. Hawaiian. Just if you guys didn't know, uh, Liv just pulled out her phone <laughs> to Google what is Hawaiian pizza. Um, hey, this is racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> just common knowledge. Um, no, it's not. Can we describe it? It's like ham and pineapple and no, if it's, cheese. And if cheese it's your pie. favorite, I think I know what it looks like. Because you talked about pizza before. So I'm like, come on. Yeah. Well, tomato paste. Tomato oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. yeah. Which most angle pizzas have had. Does that sound like something you'd like? Do you want a backstory? Like? We yeah, I'd love a backstory. We were talking about mochi. Mochi, oh, yeah. Oh, this is, this is ages ago. Yeah, and Tim said, yeah, it looks like pizza dough. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like soft well, and squishy, like under Yeah, pizza. okay. And then we start talking like about dough. pizza. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So true or false? Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, true? Oh, true. yeah, sure it is. And it's true? Yeah, it is true. Oh, nice. Okay, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Tim enjoys canyoning in his spare time. Wait, spare time, not spare like time. maybe not now. But yeah, it wouldn't be spare time if it was now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. Right? So, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I sort yeah. of alluded to it earlier with rovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the big things we do is canyoning, which is like an extreme sport kind of. It's like abseiling down like rock faces and cliffs, yeah, yeah. going through that's like, awesome. waterfalls. Yeah, not so much in winter, but definitely a summer thing. Yeah, nice. Wait, is canyoning the what is canyoning? So we abseil down like a canyon. Can- Wait, canyon. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like often in the Blue Mountains, there's heaps of different canyons you can do. Um, so you like tie, there's like an anchor against a tree usually or some sort of hole, and then you abseil down yep. with a rope and a harness into like the bottom. And you do that multiple times to get through the canyon. That's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. It's intense. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Janice Googling. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's sort of an obscure sport. That's fair enough. Hawaiian pizza, canyon. It's a bit different. It's not yeah. common in Asia. Isn't it? It's not. Oh, okay. Tim loves blueberries. <laughs> it's a random one, I know. Blueberries. I think that's true. No. What? Wait, who doesn't love blueberries? I just don't like blueberries. Why? I usually have sour ones. I don't know. I just I haven't had a good blueberry. Blueberries can be sour. I think I was just force fed them as a kid, so I got yeah. used to them. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. So mm. I'll eat it if I have to, Sorry. but I don't like them. We got like we got better than creative by now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Unless you <laughs> well, unless I unless you yeah. <laughs> yeah, love you're doing pretty well. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Um, Tim has never broken a bone. Oh, you've broken a bone. You can't I feel like you me. have. <laughs> I feel like you have. No, yes. Oh, I know. Pretty lucky. Touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> Especially all the outdoor stuff no, you no, do. No, you no, usually, it's, it's really mm. safe. Or yeah. I'm cautious. Yep. So. Yep. Mm. Oh, nice. Tim prefers dogs over cats. If this is false, I'm gonna be very sad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm just gonna say true because I want it to be true. <laughs> I actually prefer cats, I think. No! Oh. <laughs> Alright, episode oh, right. over. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just wet dogs, I just can't deal with gonna make dog. my own com club. <laughs> it's really funny because Jarman, last episode, she really likes cats yeah. as well. Uh, 
Like, it's one of her, she wants to own 20 cats one day. Crazy cat lady. I know. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, Liv, you, Liv, you're more of a dog dogs, person. So. I feel like cats are more dogs than dogs. <laughs> but, like, what, do, you, do you prefer, which one do you prefer? I prefer dogs. Yes, yeah, nice. Good. Jane, do you like dead dogs? Or cats? dogs. Cats don't do anything. Yeah, like, cats are boring. They just, they just like, sit on your lap. Like, yeah, dogs can sit on your lap. Dogs can be your friends. Cats yeah. just like are too good for you. Yeah. They like yeah. have attitude. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you feed them and then like that's it. Like relationship yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> they just do a couple circuits around the neighborhood. Yeah. All right. So four. dogs, cats, wrong. So four. four. Okay, that's good. That's current good. current um, leader on the it's, on the game leaderboard. Score? It's pretty good. Wait, so I have to get four as well, or three plus. I guess well, you have to get seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get seven. Good, high achieving. Got to aim for the HD, HD always. Man. All right, not about that passing. All right, let's go. Lives facts. All right, number one. <laughs> I have a black belt in Taekwondo. Black belt. Black belt in Taekwondo. I'm going to say no. I think it's like a different level of black. Like I don't know what the color order is. Mm. So I'm going to say it's not black. Yeah, it's false. Yeah. Can't beat you. I just, I just can't see you. Like, are you <laughs> live? Are you any belt in Taekwondo? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was still right. All right. I got suspended multiple times in high school for being late. True or false? Ooh, I'm going to say that's probably true. That's true. Like based on today. <laughs> if you guys, uh, Liv was like 20 minutes late it wasn't today. Too bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. You, you got suspended. How many times you suspended? Yeah. Okay, two. Two, okay. Then you realize, like, I stopped being late. Yeah. Were you, like, late by a minute or, like, an hour late or? I'm always late in high school. Really? Mm. But I'm always, like, five minutes late. Okay. That's, like, a few minutes. Five minutes is fine. I'm one hour away from my high school and I always have to wake up at five. Oh, wow. On top of that, like, for prefects, you get, like, higher punishment. Oh, were you a prefect? Like, for a year. And then I was like, no, never again. (laughs) Never again, because you get, like... Worse. Yeah, if you're late, yeah. 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 And now you live like five minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> and she was still twenty minutes. Old late. habits. Yeah. I was from a dentist. Oh, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, okay. I used to sleep with a giant Barbie as a child. Giant the doll, Barbie doll, not the barbecue. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're in Australia. Just imagining having like a barbecue in the bed. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's unusual, but I wouldn't say it's like impossible. Um. I'm gonna say it's true. It's true. Ooh, is go. this like the doll, like the plastic? Is this like the pla- yeah? Or like, like a soft toy? Like the figure no, it's like plastic. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, is wow. That like the normal. I know it sounds weird, but like I don't. It's just like by my side. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Instead of like a plush toy, which is yeah. I thought plush. Mm. Yeah, because generally yeah. plush toys like when you're younger, more normal. Yeah, plush toys yeah, are more, the and they're just more yeah. Like, like, like plastic. Sleeping. <laughs> like is it scary? Like just. Waking Turning up, <laughs> cold plastic. Not yeah. like I think of it. Yeah, w- would it scary. get cold like in the winter, like the plastic? The, I don't know. You roll over, it's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I came from a tropical country, so mm, it's okay, like true. summer all. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I eat dry wheat bix. True or false? Dry wheat bix. Ryan knows this. Mm. Do I? Am I supposed to know? Because I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. Something that I would do sometimes, but I'm gonna say true. It's, yeah. true. it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Dry wheat bits. How do you eat dry wheat bits? <laughs> Persistence. It takes like a while. Hmm. It's so dry. Yeah. Like it's made to be eaten with milk, so it absorbs the milk. If you put it in your mouth, <laughs> then it's just. Yeah. I have wheat bits every morning, but I always have milk <laughs> or something else. Okay. Uh, I speak Japanese. True or false? Liv, do you want to give us a, a sample? A, Can you say something, do something <laughs> Japanese? Then I'll be. 
telling the answer. <laughs> Guess first. And then um, I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false just because I haven't said false to anything so far, I think. Yep. So I'm going to say false. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Eh? Oh, you do. Oh, you do speak. Okay. Wait, as in, like, it's true that it's false. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, correct. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, okay. You can't speak Japanese. Okay, okay. I can't speak Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I drink coffee like water. Coffee like water. If it was bubble tea like water, I would say probably. Mm. But coffee, coffee like water. Like, what do you mean coffee like water? As in, like, as have in it like, so much? Yeah. Like, I can have, like, four coffees a day. Ooh, okay. Um, or maybe how do you sleep at night? Or maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> or maybe productive. this statement is false. Huh? Maybe, maybe it's this false. Yeah, maybe. False. Maybe you're trying to psych me out. Hmm. I'm going to say it's true, though. You do have a lot of coffee, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's I think true. it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Most uni students do have a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> can you sleep at night? Is that... Yeah. You can? Oh, yeah, wow. I can. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, I have a friend who like downs energy drinks right before she goes Ooh. to bed. Like that just casually, just take a swig healthy. and get to sleep. Um, but yeah, it's probably not good. Caffeine's not. Yeah, it's not, it's good. not good. I yeah, I'm not, we're not here to comment on your lifestyle choices. <laughs> we're just playing a game. Um, last one. <laughs> I have three pet doves. Doves, like the bird. Then again, chickens is pretty random as well. So. <laughs> what um, is it with comp club and owning birds, birds as pets? I don't know. Do you want to know the color and their names? Yes, please. Yes. First one is like white and it's got like spotty mm-hmm. dots. And its name? Its name is Bunchi. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the second, oh, how, three. Three. Two more? Two more. Yeah, second I'm going to say true. It sounds believable. We're well, just making up names on this point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see how long she can keep up this line. Wait, yeah. name, name the other two. We'll give us a description. Second one is like brown with like, but it's got like reddish tail mm-hmm. at the side. Mm-hmm. Its name is just Bob. Like Bobby. Bob. <laughs> I call him BS, right? <laughs> and third one's like most generic. It's like gray. Yeah. I've and its name is... It. And you haven't named it. I haven't named it. Mm. You want to change that? No, I'm going to say it's true. Say it's true. Sounds yeah. like it's a low-key pet. Okay, I only have one. You have one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first one. So it's like a, a little the first one is true. Yeah, because you went from like, what was her name? What was its name? Winchy. Winchy to like Bob. <laughs> and then no name. No, no name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, names, names. So it's like a half truth. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many was that? One. Five. Right, I'll take that. So what? Liv, Nine. Liv got four. four and you got five. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. That's really good. You guys <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. You, you beat creative. You were the new champions of this game. Who's next though? Yeah, who's next? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see which uh, which portfolio we do next. Um, but yeah, that wraps up our episode. Thanks guys so much for coming in and talking to us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks guys. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, that was our second episode of Getting to Know CSC Sock. Um, look out for more episodes in the future, guys, where we do um, the rest of the portfolios. All right. Bye guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. Good yeah. job, guys. That was awesome. Better than I thought. Easier than I thought.